0: Save the Semantics, episode 241, it is December 30th, 2023, my name is Myro, this is the podcast where I ramble on for a bit about some shit, uh, recording this on a Saturday, uh, this might be a little shorter, shorter half maybe, I might record tomorrow as well, um, right now, uh, it's a bit rainy, and so I'm kind of waiting for the rain to calm down a little bit. Uh I'm going to go watch Godzilla minus zero, right? Is that the name? Just making sure. Uh Godzilla minus one. Excuse me. Godzilla minus one. Um so I'm gonna go I'm gonna be watching that cause i I've I've gotten a lot of uh I've gotten a lot of recommendations for it. Uh got some got some uh suggestions for it some high praise for this movie, so I'm, I'm excited to watch it, I have no, I have no history, I have not. I've never seen any Godzilla movies, I've not seen the originals, I've not seen any of, like, the newer ones, I, I I haven't seen shit, so, uh, this'll be interesting, this'll be an interesting experience, um, so yeah, so while I have a little bit of time, I wanted to just, uh, record something, do a little catch-up, um, And then maybe tomorrow I'll talk about the movie. I'll see, you know, see how I see if I'm able to squeeze some time. And then maybe I'll get into some more New Year's resolutions stuff, you know, maybe a little fun, fun thing, you know. I'm not super serious about New Year's sort of things as I maybe once was. But I I, I think it can be fun to think about things you can kind of improve in going into the next year. Uh, So, yeah, that's something that I... um, I would want to maybe, uh, get into tomorrow while, when I have a little bit more time on my hands. Um, <clears throat> but let's catch up on some stuff. Um, immediate news. Let's get into some immediate NBA news. So basically like an hour ago, uh, the OG and an OB and Anobi trade happened with the Knicks. Um, the Knicks got OG, they got, who else did they get? They got Malachi Flynn and Precious Ochua, and then Toronto got R.J. Barrett, quickly, and something else. I think maybe like a first round or second round pick. So, interesting trade. Um, uh, it's a very interesting trade. I feel like the Knicks gave up quite, they they I mean I I I think the quickly portion of it is is a pretty big deal cuz now they have a bit of like they they gave up a little, a little bit of depth for sure to to get a defensive more of a defensive presence than an offensive presence you could argue. I mean, he's still OG is sort of kind of the archetypical 3 and D kind of guy at least right now. Uh but I don't know. We'll, we'll see how well that it pans out for the Knicks. Like this feels more of like a lateral move, a bit more of a lateral move as opposed to like elevating them. Like potentially it does give, give them a bit more of like a, you know, off like a defensive threat at like the point of attack, whatever you want to call it. But, um, I I don't know, man, it's, it's, it'll, it'll be, time will tell how things kind of go. I feel like Toronto has quite a lot of pieces now. Um, they can kind of go into like you know full development mode with Scotty and quickly. You know they're they're all their ages sort of line up for that. Um, and then like Pascal's is you know Siakam's really the last piece that really kind of needs to be let go from you know the their old squad essentially. You know the the 2019 run you know championship team and and I think. Um, and then I think they can, like, kind of really focus on developing their younger players and, like, really developing around Scotty, which I think is, you know, which I feel is probably the primary goal considering just his youth and his potential and, and everything like that. So I think that probably makes the most sense moving forward. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. It's an interesting trade. I I, I feel the Raptors have a bit of an edge here, they sort of, what they got in return very much fits more on in their timeline, and I think they they have, they've gotten some nice pieces, especially with like quickly, I feel, RJ Barrett, I'm not super high on, I'm just kind of, like he's, he has his ups and downs, sometimes you're like, oh shit, he is, you know, he's showing off that he can be like a, you know, a viable threat or whatever, but He's just too—he's too, he's too inc- inconsistent, based on just kind of what I've seen from him. Um, on on the New York side of things, again, getting o- getting OG, I think Ananobi is is pretty. I think he is a pr- a very good player, but it is also possible that it is kind of a, b- a bit of a, a bit of an overpay, you could say, like giving up quite a lot of assets in order to get him. Um like they did also get a couple more pieces with Ochua and and Flynn. I don't know much about Malachi Flynn. Ochua I've heard is like a pretty solid like role player so maybe they can use him for like depth. Um cuz I know like Mitchell Robinson is out for like the rest of the season, right? Um so I-, I think that that might work out in their benefit. Um but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I feel like giving up quickly kind of hurts a little bit, because it's, like, who... I guess, like, DiVincenzo could, you know, slot in as, like, their sort of, you know, point, you know, player, him, or, I don't know, Hart maybe. I mean, they did have... You could argue at the guard position, they had a bit of, like, a, you know, a cluster going on there. Um, You know, because, what, they have Grimes... Like, they have Brunson, Grimes di vincenzo heart is like you could say heart is like a two or a three um so i think that you know in terms of rotation pieces and whatnot it gives them a bit more flexib not flexibility but it gives them a bit more of like a concrete idea of how their rotation should go so i i I think that Divincenzo can do a decent job of playing the point he did a good job when he was with us with the warriors so he could kind of slot in to fill that role for quickly i think the one thing that quickly provided was his scoring right like he could just go off one night for like 30 40 you know once in a while and i don't know if like any of the other players that they currently have like on their bench can do that I know that OG is – he is like a 20-point scorer. So maybe that does – you know, you can kind of make up for that with him, but he's not known as like a primary scorer, right? So I I think a lot of the – I still feel a lot of the offensive weight, offensive kind of responsibility is going to fall on Brunson. Um, And he's done a really good job this year for sure. He's going to be an all-star. Um, but um, yeah I don't know we'll see man it, it's an interesting trade for sure maybe like I think upon first reaction it's it's easy to feel that the Raptors have got, gotten kind of the you know um, have gotten more of like the benefit from the trade but I, I think we, we'll we see how things pan out this might be a, you know this might be beneficial for both teams moving forward so um, interesting in seeing how that goes let's talk kind of on the Warrior side of things Um, I think for us with kind of the availability of players right now, Siakam is sort of like the remaining piece, right? That we could potentially trade for. I'm interested. I, I, I I'm sort of, I'm, I don't know how I feel about getting Siakam. Like he's, he's an incredible player for sure. Like, but how much does his addition to the team address our issues you know what i mean because we would be giving up a lot of depth that's sort of expected right we would most likely have to give up like kaminga and moody and probably some other you know i don't know potentially like wiggins or some shit like like we would be giving it quite up we, we would be giving quite a lot of depth up and it would be nice to be able to keep some of like our young pieces um it would be great if we could keep someone like trace jackson trace jackson davis or pajemski but we'll we'll see like i i think that our depth excuse me we would be very top heavy which is whatever it's fine we were top heavy when we were during like the durant years but i mean it was just like the you know (laughs) starting five or you know the five of you know Curry, Durant, Thompson, uh, Draymond, and Iguodala like that, that. I mean, that was just like an incredible lineup. So we wouldn't be able to replicate that exactly. It would be sort of like a poor man's <laughs> version of that if we were able to keep, you know, kind of our core with Draymond and everything like that. I I I feel like Siakam would be maybe our small ball small ball five or four, right? Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's it's. I, I'm sort of hesitant. I don't know how, you know, how well that would kind of go. Because, like, we would still be a small team. Like, we would get... Again, we would get a all-star caliber, an all-star player in Siakam. But I just don't know how well that's going to mesh and how well that's going to, like, you know, raise our ceiling, I guess. So, that's kind of the option that's available. I don't know who else in the trade market is, like, available, I would, you know, it would be cool if there was, like, a center (laughs) out there, but I I just don't think that's, you know, that's out there, so, um, Siakam's kind of, like, the big ticket item at the moment, you know, big ticket guy, so, um, quick catch-up, that was a quick catch-up on, on NBA news, uh, it'll be interesting to see how Other teams react if there's any other trades that are going to happen in the coming weeks. Um, And uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, I some other things. I beat 13 Sentinels a few days ago. Um, I want to get into that more actually tomorrow because I feel like I have some I have quite a lot of thoughts (laughs) um, that I want to like, you know uh, I guess, try to be a bit more clear about, um, because now that I've kind of completed the game, uh, I've been sort of playing the game a little bit, um, there's some extra content, which, uh, which is a nice, nice surprise, um, but yeah, I, I wanna, I wanna be a bit more cohesive with my thoughts when, before I kind of get into it, um, I guess some other things, I started watching, uh, I got like an HBO Max, like a light, you know, a HBO Max light sort of subscription. Um, I got a nice, there's like a nice, like Black Friday deal going on. So I got that. And, uh, I have, uh, I finally started watching Barry again because I hadn't watched it for like a few years. I watched it like a long time back. When I have like a free subscription to HBO for like a few months or something, and I like binge watched like the first two seasons. Um there are two more seasons, which I didn't know about. I thought there was only one more, so that's exciting. Uh I miss the show. <laughs> I've missed the show, man. It's the, the the type of humor, just kind of the dark humor and just the 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 writing and everything. I think it's very much up my alley. Um and uh Bill Hader's is is excellent um yeah I've I've it, and and also just the length of each episode it's only like 30 minutes each it's perfect it's like right up my alley like I don't have to commit myself to fucking long you know hour-long episodes and f- multiple seasons and shit like me you know it's it's it has to be a really good show for in order for me to like justify that <laughs> but um yeah this this is like right this is like exactly what I kind of wanted and needed for a show. Um, and so, yeah, I'm happy, I'm happy to kind of delve back into it. It's, 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 it's very snappy. It, it's, it gets your attention. There's it, every scene is very, just like, it's very quick paced. It, it, it feels very quick paced to me. And, um, yeah, the humor is great. So, um, I'm very happy that I'm, I'm getting back into it and, uh, I'll most likely finish it by next week. Cause like, you know, there's each episode is only like, Half an hour, and there's only like maybe like eight episodes a season or something like that, so yeah it should be i should be getting through it pretty quickly um and then I can move on to something else too, so that's cool um but I'm enjoying it i'm 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 very i'm very much enjoying it um <clears throat> yeah, so I wanted to make i just want to do a quick one I'll talk about some of the more th- some some more things tomorrow I'll talk about um yeah I'll talk about thirteen sentinels do some like resolution stuff. Ooh, you know what would be fun? I think what would be fun is like talk about games. Like it, it's perfect timing too, cause I just finished a game. It would be to like talk about games that I'm looking forward to playing next year. I think that's like a fun topic. Um, and, uh, you know, kind of like break it down, you know, theorize or, you know, hypotheticals, whatever. Um, so that'll be a topic for discussion for tomorrow. And I'm going to save that. It's going to be the 31st. Perfect timing for New Year's resolution stuff. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about more, more things uh, tomorrow. Alrighty, it is January 1st, 2024. Recording this in the new year. Um, yesterday, I wasn't able to find the time <laughs> to record. So, um, yeah, making it up for it today um, yeah, we're in the new year, it's 2024, um, as always, it hasn't really dawned on me that a new year has come forth, it doesn't really feel that way, it really hasn't, um, I think that it just feels like another, you know, day, (laughs) I don't know, it's nothing too crazy, but it's, it's been a nice, um, this sort of past week or so has been nice, um, been able to catch up with friends, I've been able to relax and uh, do some things. Um, yesterday I hung out with friends pretty much the whole day, so that was that was really nice. And um, today I'm just going to be, it's just going to be pretty calm, pretty chill. I also have tomorrow off as well, which is going to be really nice, so I'm going to take advantage of that. And, uh, you know, there are some uh, some errands that I do need to run so maybe I can kind of take care of that tomorrow as well, so yeah, I I want to take, you know, I want to enjoy these last couple of days of my break as much as I can, and um, you know, kind of move on from there, and then take on whatever is coming up next in, in this next month or so, so that is sort of my approach going forward, but yeah, I wanted to catch up on some things, and then there was also some things that I wanted to get into, um, including maybe maybe some, like, resolution shit, or maybe I want to talk about some of the games, you know, I mentioned last time, the games that I would like to play this upcoming year. That's, that I think that would be, like, a fun sort of topic of conversation. Um, so, what was I talking about? So, before I sort of cut off myself early, you know, a couple days back, um, I... After that I went to see Godzilla Minus One and I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was pretty good. Um I thought it was pretty pretty well done. Uh basically it was like you know, based on kind of the critical reception. Most but mostly like I, I, I got some recommendations from friends to, to check it out and um I'm glad that I did. <laughs> I thought it was it was uh pretty well done and enjoyable. I don't think it's like a crazy, like, it's not doing anything new by, by any means at all, but, um, I think that, you know, the, the essentially like the, the main focal points, the, the, the concepts that, um, if, you know, the, the main thematic elements that the movie focuses on are very well, are pretty well executed. You know what I mean? Like it's it's really straightforward. It's like nothing crazy. It's it's like, it is very much by the numbers, like a blockbuster movie, and kind of how it handles things and the the plot and everything. Like, it is all very, you can you can predict exactly what's gonna happen, right? Um, it is a very predictable movie, but I, I you know there's nothing wrong with that. I think it worked. Um... I felt the, I think the the main, the main sort of praise that I can kind of give this movie, in my opinion, is that I felt the intention of what the creators wanted it to be. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I understood the intent between, behind, like, the messages. Some of it is kind of, like, beat over your head a little bit, Um But that's okay i think you know considering this is for a much more you know generally speaking like a wider audience if you want to call it that um i felt that i think it was sort of like it made sense that that was sort of the approach that they went with you know i think it made a lot more sense to you know create something to where it's much more in you know much more appeal to just a broader audience in general. I think it, that just kind of makes sense. Um, from my understanding, the, pr- the last movie, uh, which was, what, Shing Shin Godzilla, whatever, um, I think that one, from my, again, my understanding, I don't, I haven't seen it yet. Um, it went with a much more kind of like a satirical approach to the story of, like, Godzilla um where it was kind of like dealing with like sort of the bureaucratic issues and sort of like a humorous and satirical manner as opposed to this one where it was like essentially everything was sort of played serious you know what i mean like it it is the ridiculous notion of a giant lizard monster going out and destroying tokyo but you bought it you bought it because of the the acting to some degree and then also the direction and then just sort of the i don't know they 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 played everything straight. Like, there was not any moments that was necessarily, like... You know, it didn't look to, to like, the camera. I mean, like, do you guys see that? Like, it didn't, like, try to, like, do any meta commentary or anything like that. It was, like, a straight-by-the-numbers kind of movie about a monster that destroys destroys Japan. You know what I mean? Um, So, it's... uh, I think that it does that pretty well. And um, it sort of showcases that... Um, pretty, pretty, you know, well for, for, um, uh, for the most part, I think, uh, I think one of my sort of main criticisms of the movie are, I think some of the acting is pretty hammy and pretty played out, played up, um, in some moments, especially like the main character, I think he, he like really just like, like he, he, it feels very much like an anime character, you know, um. Yeah, I, and I, I, I kind of recognized his voice as well. I think he, he's done voice work in, like, some Ghibli movies and maybe some anime as well. Um, he kind of sounded very familiar. Um, but his acting, like, he it was very much like a... It was, like, very, like, super, like, dramatic and hammed up at times. And there were moments where it worked and there were some moments where I was like all right this feels like it's maybe taking away from the weight of the story where it might have been a little better if he played it a little bit more uh I guess a bit more just he, he reeled it in a little bit more um I think uh based on kind of my understanding though and here's the thing I'm not super familiar with like Japanese cinema I'm really not um I have not been exposed to a ton of it. I've only seen, you know, some some of like the classical Japanese movies like, you know, obviously like Seven Samurai. Um, but uh other than that, I'm not I I I don't have a very I I, I don't have a lot of uh background, I guess. Right? I just haven't seen a lot of Japanese movies in in general, so I can't really say how the acting's how the acting necessarily goes, but based on what I've kind of read in regards to kind of how acting goes it, it sort of is in line the the main uh the main actor's sort of acting style is sort of in line with other Japanese cinema so I was like okay that's kind of interesting but I I, I think coming from my lens where I'm I'm sort of used to um I don't know I, I guess like uh it's just not necessarily my <laughs> my cup of tea that in seeing that kind of you know that type of portrayal with a character because it feels a bit cartoony a little bit um but i i think other than you know some of the moments where i didn't feel like i was necessarily buying his character uh i thought it was it was well done and i thought the acting in general was solid i think it was fine um i i I think the main and i've been saying kind of the, the the central thematic elements Um, the, the one that, that really is about kind of the human, you know, just the human, I guess, experience of persevering through persevering and surviving through, um, just these catastrophic events, right? The name, you know, kind of is, is in, um, yeah. is is sort of implying, or rather kind of saying that Godzilla minus one is, uh, the status of Japan after World War II, and then you got this other event happening with Godzilla coming in and destroying parts of Japan. Um, so that's sort of where, uh, the name comes from. And the, really it is, you know, just kind of the and and against this is not a this this idea of you know persevering and and just like you know coming together as as a as a group of people to um you know face up against this unimaginable force is nothing new at all at all at all like this this shit has been you know Shown in, in in pretty, like, any, like, just in in superhero movies and, you know, fucking anime and, and just a bunch of other stuff It's been, it's been shown multiple times and it's been portrayed in, in multiple stories But I think that this movie does a very good job of doing that And, And you sort of feel, uh, you feel the anguish that the, especially the main character goes through He goes through a lot of, he goes through a lot of shit, man And you, you feel his, you just feel, you, you very much feel for him and his, his experiences and, and, um, and what he goes through. And, um, yeah, I think that, uh, just sort of that, that kind of focus on, you know, despite all of the hell that the people have been kind of put through, there is, you know, um, if there is sort of a united front, then they can sort of overcome anything, right? And that's um I don't know. I thought that was a very well uh executed message and you know, essentially the the value of your life and how you treat yourself along with others. I think that message was very clear uh in the movie. Uh, They kind of explicitly said that, and there's like this one monologue where one of the characters is talking about, you know, the way in which they um, essentially valued uh, their own lives in kind of handling, you know, during the war. Um, And I thought that was, you know, um, it's kind of poignant, uh, even if it is like, even if it is like explicitly stated for the audience to see um i still think that is a very poignant message and i think that 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 type of central theme in media in media i think is very it it hits for me i think it it works for me um like that's why i feel i have this sense of i don't know that's there's what that kind of is like the central theme of like your Story. I feel um, and it, and it, it it does a good job of conveying that through the characters and through you know the story storyline and the narrative I feel um, i don't know I feel a, a lot more connected to it and it it works for me and I, I particularly like that concept of essentially uh, essentially you know having giving your life you know your 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 life being valuable and that there is there is essentially a reason for you you know to to go on and to kind of move forward um and uh to not to not just throw it away so easily for a cause or for you know something that is greater than you but rather placing trust in others and kind of building upon that I think there is there's something there for sure to really draw upon and feel you know kind of inspired and I know this is like overall this is still kind of like a cheesy and kind of corny (laughs) like Godzilla you know monster kaiju movie but I, I I just think that there's, I I, I, understa- I understand why this resonates so much with people, and I understand why this has gotten such a, you know, critical reception. Again, and there are things that I can poke holes at with this movie, whether it's like, maybe there are some parts of the CGI that don't work, look as good as some other parts, and again, maybe some of the acting didn't hit for me, but I, 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 I think that the the through line of it the the like once it gets to the end of the movie you 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 understand and you feel or at least I felt the intent behind the movie and the central themes of it you know what I mean and I I I I, I res it resonated with me so that's kind of like that's really the takeaway that I have and I did feel sort of the it, emotional um, the moment, like the emotional kind of moments of the movies and what it was trying to go for. And like, it's, it's, it is dramatic. I I totally get it. It is dramatic. And it is like, you know, it is ridiculous at times, but I, ju- I think it just does it pretty well. And, um, like, it's very clear what the, what the, I, you know, what the messaging is. So I think that, um, I just wanted to sort of give my i guess praise uh, for for the for the film and um, i uh, I recommend it I do recommend it I think it is a solid movie and uh, I think that there is you know despite its sort of maybe surface level commentary on some of like the political aspect of the movie in regards to like the you know bureaucratic elements of the Japanese government or perhaps you know maybe some anti-war messaging I think that um I still think that there is like there is still conversations that can be had that are you know that are maybe deeper than what the movie provides um and I think that's pretty interesting and I think that's pretty cool so um yeah I I that's uh i enjoyed this one so check it out if you get the chance to um it's kind of funny because this this sort of conversation this movie sort of ties in a little bit not ties in but there are some similarities between this movie and then 13 sentinels which i recently completed uh both involve kaijus (laughs) both involve sort of these like you know, larger than life sort of monstrosities. And, uh, it also is, you know, it also deals with, you know, the concept, the concept of human, like perseverance and survival and like everything like that, you know? Um, I don't want to get, so, I don't want to get into, like, the the spoilers of 13 Sentinels because I think this game, for anyone who is interested, is best left uh, for themselves to experience on their own. I feel that talking about the story really doesn't uh, give it justice, necessarily. Um, Just, like, kind of, like, you know, explaining, like, the plot synopsis or whatever doesn't really... um, provide the full length or provide the full scope of of the game and that experience that you get from playing through it um so i would recommend for anyone who is interested to to play the game first before um i don't know but just don't don't look up a plot synopsis you know like play the game yourself if you are curious about how it goes um this game is very um this game is very heavy i guess on it is very much driven by the plot and it is heavy on you know mysteries sort of building upon each other and and then you know once you get to the end of the game you finally get you know you get you understand what the what the what the reasoning as to why the these characters were in this predicament and you you sort of understand what the purpose of it was um i think that you know the, the the full reveal at the end i was like okay it wasn't it wasn't like a shocking kind of moment because at at that point it sort of everything was kind of revealed to be a certain thing um you know a, a certain concept um so once they got to the end it wasn't like a crazy shocking reveal necessarily um it was just more like oh i see i see i understand um, what the purpose was for this <laughs> I understand what These characters are And what they are doing In this situation And you sort of are able to be like Okay, that's um, I felt that it was I I, I felt that it was satisfying um, And uh, I think it's a It's a very cool Sci-fi setting And how everything was like set up and and all that um but again i think the core or the central concept of this game the the main themes are very similar to what i just talked about with uh godzilla minus one in regards to human um just the the ability for humans to kind of survive and then potentially thrive later down the road um it's it's very you know uh i felt that i felt that was pretty very clear especially at the at the end of the game um i think that this game also does a very good job at showing and establishing the relationships and essentially showing that the relationships that are developed between the characters to be incredibly important and to be essentially the the driving force behind why characters decide to take on certain actions right this is something that i discussed last time and, and, and in regards to you know understanding like human nature why they might make irrational decisions despite it, you know, not making complete sense in a, you know, in a, uh, you know, in, in typical like situations, it's like, why would you do that? It's like, oh, you're doing it because you, you, you have feelings for this person. You, you, you love this person. And so you're going to do something irrational because of it. You know what I mean? And so a lot of the, the actions, um, are driven by those sort of like, you know, uh, just by emotional instincts, essentially, or just emotional kind of, um, motivations. Right. Um, and I think that there is along with that, I think there is sort of maybe this, you could argue, maybe this sort of like inherent want to like continue to sort of survive and, um, do the best that you can despite how bleak the future might look um, and really try to rebuild from that there is this kind of sense of um, because like I said you know one uh, essentially once everything kind of gets revealed it's it, it's show I I guess I don't really want to say too much but uh, it is a very sort of what is it? Positive and very kind of, um, what's the word? It's a very forward looking kind of like optimistic view of how the future might go. Cause like, it's like, it's essentially like it's despite everything, things, if the, if there are people that want to make things work, then that there is like the potential for there to be a positive future in in the future right so i think that that's sort of like the main that's 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 kind of another main draw is that um despite how bleak things might look at the moment i think that there is an opportunity for there to be to, to to be optimistic about the future and I think that's a that's a really nice message too um and like it's just because like you know these these characters the main characters the main thirteen characters they get you know put through these like trials and errors and um they you know they develop these relationships and um they go through some you know difficult moments in which they are sort of beaten down um but despite that. Because they have one another Power of friendship and everything like that And that they are sort of able to uh, Realize their full potential as characters um, You know, they're they're eventually kind of able to face off Against this, you know Almost kind of beyond imaginable threat And um, go up against it, right? Uh, it's not quite, you know, killing God or anything crazy like that. No spoil. That's, that's, uh, hopefully that's not too big of a spoiler. Uh, like it's no, no, no killing God or anything like that in this, uh, in this game, uh, which was, I guess, you know, kind of like a nice (laughs) change of pace for a JRPG. Um, but, uh, I hope, I I, I think that there is still a very compelling story to be had in there and not everything has to be dealing with killing God. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I, um, I don't want to say too much else because I fear that I'm going to give some detail away that I I don't really want to. Um, so this is, this is definitely one I recommend you play for yourself. You don't look anything up. Um, and, uh, yeah, just kind of, uh, take your time with it too there are some moments where your your head will be thrown on for a loop and you're like what what even the hell is happening what is going on and you get maybe you get a little frustrated and then, but you, then you stick with it and then you kind of see where uh where things eventually kind of lead to um fantastic game um i've 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 said <laughs> i've said my praises with this game but it is it is really an incredible game um and the great thing is This is not necessarily related to the story or anything, but once you do complete the main stories, the main objectives, there are some side or like additional missions that you get to, um, you get to play through, you know, however, however, you know, if, if you would like to, it's, it's just additional content, extra content. Um, there is an additional 999 levels, which is fucking crazy (laughs) to me. And, um, uh, that, that's great because uh i've been playing a little bit of it i don't expect to complete it at all but it is nice to know that there's just kind of this extra content available that is sort of almost like never ending you know what i mean and i can kind of like go back to it when i want to um when i sort of feel like it uh if i'm if i'm sort of itching for the combat and i think that's great i think that's super dope um again it gives reasons for players to come back even after completing the main story and uh yeah i like i enjoy the combat it's nothing too complex um i'm mostly repeating the same action commands or rather you know i'm repeating sort of the 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 same commands over and over again but i i I like that it's it's sort of like a nice nice sort of feel to it and you don't it's not necessarily super strategic uh, you also ha- you do have the option of raising the difficulty if you want to, but I'm 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 comfortable with <laughs> with the normal mode and just kind of like buzzing down uh, the enemies and the units and shit like that. So um, it's fun. It's 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 cool, and I'm I'm happy that they've added this uh, additional piece to it, so I can kind of continue playing it essentially um, even after I've I've fully completed the main story and main missions. Um, let's talk, now that we're done with 13 Sentinels, let's talk about this upcoming year and some of the things that I would like to get into. Especially on the front of gaming, specifically. Um, I've talked about some of the games that I've picked up recently, uh, which includes, um, Okami and, uh, Disco Elysium. Those are some of the games that I would like to play. Um, this year, I think I'm, I'm leaning towards Okami right now in terms of, um, what I would like to play next. I may take a break from, you know, I, I might just like, I'm honestly might just continue playing 13 Sentinels for just like those extra side missions for the time being. But, um, in terms of, uh, the next game that I would like to play, I'm I'm leaning towards Okami since I just picked that up and I've sort of had that on my list for a while and I've had I I I've kind of been wanting to play it or thinking of playing it. Um just I've had that thought in the back of my head for for a long time um since hearing the name. Um so uh yeah, I think I'm 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 definitely leaning towards playing through that first. And then maybe I'll go into a disco elysium, but I'll I'll see how I feel right now. I'm not super committed to um, diving into a new story-based game, but um, who knows? Honestly, maybe my my thoughts might change by the end of this week. Um, other games that I sort of have that are kind of on the you know sort of on, on the short list of games that I would like to play um, maybe in the next few months. Uh, those, those include, uh, that would include Botan bot and Kaidos. I've been, I've been wanting to, to pick that up. Um, monolith soft, old monolith soft game on the GameCube that was really, you know, I guess remastered, uh, for the Switch. Both the two games were remastered for the Switch. So, uh, quite, got quite a lot of, uh, you know, gaming material there <laughs> probably like, you know, I'm assuming, Combined, it's going to be up to like 60 plus hours with both games, I'm assuming. I haven't really looked up the, you know, how long the games take to to beat, but I'm, I'm, you know, on the minimum, on the low side of things, it's probably going to be up to 60 hours. Um, Another one is the Star Ocean Second Story R uh, remaster. That looks fantastic. Um, I've only heard good things about that game. That's kind of high up on my list as well um so i I definitely want to get into that um you know sooner rather than later um so honestly like it it might kind of flip-flop between either botan Kaidos or star ocean that i would like to play next for like kind of like my big jrpg game um and uh i think that just like the, the you know the animation style the the 2d Sprites and then like the three d background it looks fantastic uh I've said this before, but I hope that like if xeno gears ever gets remastered, I hope that they implement that style with 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 xeno gears I think it would look really good um in that but that particular style you know especially with like the kind of the two d three d or two d h d hd excuse me I almost dropped my phone h d two d uh graphical style and um yeah uh other games other games that i would like to play metroid prime remastered is another one that i have kind of looked at and uh considered playing and picking up i might wait around to see if there is a you know if there's like a sale later down the line um but I've I've wanted to play that game, like, way back when, you know, when I had my GameCube, um, but I just never got the chance to to pick it up, um, so I, I I do, I do want to try it, because I've heard great things about it, and I think that, um, I've never been super into Metroid. The only Metroid game that I played is Metroid Other M, which is like considered one of the worst in the series, but I still had fun with that one. I never beat it, uh, but I did have fun with that, uh, with that game back on the Wii. Um, but I do, I do want to uh, check out some of the classics in the series. And I think the remastered version is probably like a pretty good place to 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 start. Um, so that's another one that I might want to try uh, this year. What else is sort of on my list? Outer Wilds. That's a big one for me. Um, they re- they recently released the Switch version earlier in December, um, and I've heard nothing but good things about this game. Uh, I've heard that the Switch version is, you know, obviously there's some downsides in terms of the graphical aspects and, you know, the, um, just the way in which things look which is expected right um but as long as it runs fine and it looks you know fine and surface serviceable i'm probably going to pick up that version and try that out um i'm excited to kind of get into that i just i i i don't want to look up anything on it because I've just I've seen like various (laughs) I've seen like various like video essays on the game kind of float around and shit I'm like okay well I feel like I might I'm gonna hold off before I (laughs) watch these because um I would like to to play the game um so that that's sort of on I I I guess I would put that on my short list of games that I would like to play um maybe I maybe I'll put it above Bot and Kaitos and, uh, Disco Elysium, or I guess, um, yeah, I guess I might put it above Disco Elysium. Um, we'll see. I, I, I also don't want to buy, <laughs> I've bought ai lo- bought quite a lot of games this past break. Um, so i kind of want to hold off on that a little bit, but we'll see, man. Maybe I'll make an exception for, uh, uh, Out of Wilds. Another game, um, Live Alive. I know that game out that game came out in 2020, uh, 2022, but, uh, that's, that's been on my list for a little while now. Um, that's another, you know, you know, I guess old school RPG, JRPG, um, remastered, you know, first time released in, in, in the West. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's another one that I've only heard good things about. And, uh, yeah, I would like to, I would like to check that out sometime, um, it will depend on how much I prioritize other games, but I've heard it's, like, a shorter game, so that might be, like, a fun in-between game for, you know, if I want to, you know, if I want to kind of put that after playing something like Kaitos* or, like, uh, Star Ocean, right, so that could be a good, like, follow-up game, um, if I would like to, uh, play it. Uh, another one is Suikoden. There, there's going to be the Suikoden remasters that they announced way back, um, and I don't think we've really gotten too much of an update since they first announced those remasters. Um, but I'm, I'm sort of, you know, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic of the release date, and also in terms of how, uh, how the remasters are. Uh, you know, done. Um, I would like to check those out because uh, those are you know some of the classic, you know, RPGs, JRPGs, um, and I've heard many good things about them. Um, I know that Iuden Chronicles is also, um, you know, it was made by the creator, the original creators of Suikoden. That's going to get released on the Switch next year as well so we got a lot <laughs> we got a lot of that type of rpg um i would like to check those out sometime i don't know you know it's it's it, again it's it's going to come down to what i'm sort of feeling it's like am i really am I, am I feeling these like you know uh these types of strategy you know turn-based rpgs at this time we will see and um I'm just I'm just trying to figure out, like, where I'm going to squeeze those in if I want to play them, you know what I mean? So, um, but those are some games that I would like to play um, sometime in the near future. All right, looking at the list. These, dude, like, these already might take up my entire year next year, or this year, um, honestly. Like, I, I feel like those will take up, like, so much of my time, um, and I still have... A bunch of Final Fantasy games that I want to play I want to play Final Fantasy 10 I want to play Final Fantasy 8 and I want to check out Final Fantasy 12 I'm, I'm leaning towards 10 being kind of the priority in terms of the ones that I would like to play next like for in terms of the Final Fantasy titles um that might go I, I might I, I don't know I might play that sooner rather than later um because i 'm tired of being left out in the dark in terms of how good the game is um and uh i I want to pick it up and play it so honestly i might that might be that might be a more that might come up sooner rather uh than later uh again you 'll see but i i've been wanting to uh play ten for for quite a while. I tried to play it on the PlayStation. Many many years ago, the original japanese version but i I just never found the time to uh play through it so this might be a good opportunity to pick that back up uh and start over and uh experience that f- kind of really for the first time um so i I'm excited to i'm excited to dive into that game um because this is definitely you know that's definitely one that's been heralded as sort of like a classic um, and everything like that, so, uh, yeah, that is definitely high on the list, other games, um, and then we'll probably call it, because there's too many games, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, um, this is another one, this could be a game, this could be an in-between game, for, like, a JRPG in between, you know, you know, RPG, <laughs> between, like, two RPGs, this might be perfect for that, um, I think that I've heard that the story is fantastic um I heard that the concept behind it is very unique and uh best thing it's also not very long so uh I will be I guess you know I you know I I mean I'm not rushing to play the game or I'm not rushing to beat the game necessarily but I think that it would be perfect to you know you know kind of supplement you know some other games that I might be playing so uh I feel I, I'm feeling confident that this is this is one that I'll probably play this year because it's a low time commitment um, and I don't necessarily have to put too much um, into it. Right, uh, if it is a you know like a you know single player linear story with not a whole lot of like additional RPG elements going for it, um, so this might be perfect uh, to get into uh, sometime. Um, if I'm, if I'm kind of feeling a little burnt out from some of the other, you know, hundred hour (laughs) RPGs. So, uh, I think I'm feeling confident that I'm going to pick this one up, uh, later this year. Um, and I think that's honestly not a bad, like short list of games that I would like to play, um, within the next Six months, you know obviously i'm not going to be able to play all of them, um, but I think there are some that I can kind of get into, including things like Okami um and then disco Elysium so i uh I'm excited for that i think uh, i I've talked about this before, and I already did kind of a year in review for for gaming, but this past year has been like one of the best years for gaming for me, and I didn't even really play like you know other than like Tears of the Kingdom. And, uh, Super Mario Wonder. I didn't really play any of the other big titles, like Baldur's Gate 3. I don't have a PS5 or a PC. Um, or, like, Spider-Man, or uh, like, Alan Wake 2, and, um, some of those other bigger ones, but um, it was still, like, an incredible year, because I, I was able to catch up on some very good games, um, outside of, like, Tears of the Kingdom. And, uh, I think this year will also be equally exciting because there are still so many games that I would like to play through and and there's also going to be new releases as well and I have to take that into account because there might be a game that comes up pops up and then upon like just like a I don't know uh just as a you know quick maybe reaction um upon impulse i'll make like an impulse purchase and buy the game because i just i I just have a feeling that this might be a good game and then now my backlog is not you know (laughs) continuing is just going to continue to stay you know stagnant or whatever i don't really care that much but um there's always going to be the chance that a new game comes up that i want to pick up and that's gonna you know throw a wrench at the whole thing but that's it's it's fine it's not that big of a deal. uh, th- there's also, you know, this, this year is also going to be very interesting to see, uh, because of the potential for there being a switch to, right? There's been plenty of rumors, and I've talked about this plenty of times. Um, so there is that as well. Um, again, I don't really know how, you know, how much I am willing to buy a new system at this point, but if the launch lineup is strong enough and the biggest thing and if there is backwards compatibility then i am much more incentivized to buy the new system as opposed to um holding off uh before for like a price drop or something like that so um that is also some big news um i'm i've i'm you know the Nintendo the next Nintendo Direct is probably going to be around February as it usually is. So around that time we'll probably hear some shit. Um so I'm I'm looking forward to that. That's that's probably going to be pretty exciting um to to keep up with and uh looking forward to some new game releases even if these are if even if these are games that I might not play anytime soon <laughs> uh but just more to add to to the list. Um so yeah, those are those are some of the games and some of some of the things that i'm looking forward to this year uh as in in, in regards to kind of the gaming front you know there's, there's other things that i you know i want to talk about in terms of like basketball and stuff like that i'll save that for discussion next week um and um i've already sort of touched upon maybe some new year's resolution stuff maybe have i i don't know i don't really care too much um, i'm going to continue doing the most that I can at this time <laughs> and improving kind of, you know, my general well-being, just, you know, continue doing what I feel works and, uh, uh, being a bit more disciplined in regards to some other things. So yeah, um, looking forward to another year. Um, I think this year, I, I'm looking forward to this year. Uh, I think last year, just to kind of wrap, wrap things up, but I think last year, um, I had some good moments for sure I've had some nice moments um but I I really want to try and make some more experiences and especially especially on the front of like traveling and stuff um and uh I really want to be more proactive and in doing more things um I think this year was pretty quiet which is not a bad thing at all um But I felt that, I feel that I want to try my best to, you know, take advantage of the time that I have outside of work and really seek out some new things and new experiences and whatnot. Um, And that, you know, that might come with travel, that might come with some other things. Um, But yeah, I, I, I would like to again, be, be more active and, and, and try and do some more stuff really. Uh, because I think that this year I felt a bit maybe stagnant at times. And I think that sort of led to me feeling a little, uh, on, you know, I guess unfulfilled. Um, so yeah, I, I, I would like to be more active on in, in, in certain areas. And, um, I also would just like to continue doing this because I've had, um, I think I've had some really solid moments in terms of episodes that I've might have like uh, uploaded earlier this year in terms of like discussions and that sort of thing Um, I really enjoyed especially some of my episodes like the one regarding like near automata and sort of my thoughts and feelings about that Um, I just want to continue sharing my thoughts on the games that I play and, uh, talking about that because that, that brings me a lot of, of joy. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of things to, to look forward to. Um, and, uh, just a lot of things to kind of strive forward with. So, um, I just want to leave it off on that note and, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Uh, this has been Save the Semantics signing off.